Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Florida will hold pharmaceutical companies accountable for the COVID shot misconduct. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis held a Public Health Integrity Committee live roundtable conference with medical professionals and vaccine-injured citizens and announced that the state of Florida is impaneling a grand jury to review evidence to hold COVID-19 injection manufacturers accountable under Florida law. Yeah, you know, the governor held this roundtable. It was a live Zoom um, on the 13th of December, and it was, I must say, a very powerful day. There was a lot of participants. He had some well-qualified medical professionals, as well as the Florida Surgeon General, Dr. Joseph Latipo, was also a part of it. And I believe he was a good part of this whole decision yeah. that the governor is doing because of his strong stance on behalf of, you know, therapeutics and protecting children and against the COVID shots, et cetera, et cetera. I think he has a big part in this. It's between the governor and, of course, he's the one who nominated uh, Dr. Joseph Latipo, and he became confirmed as Florida's attorney general. It's just amazing leadership. Yeah, they're a dynamic duo for really sure. Really are on this issue, leading the state of Florida. There's no other tandem in the country that is quite equal to these two. And, you know, some people could argue and say in the, in the beginning, you know, he was— he was offering the shots and you start digging into the evidence. And Dr. Latipo was one of the, you know, America's frontline doctors that got on front of the Supreme Court talking about this. And once you get empowered and educated, then you really see the truth. And I think that's happened with Governor DeSantis and wanting to uncover the truth and as well as what the media and the medical uh, pharmaceutical companies are doing. And uh, uh, Governor DeSantis says in Florida, it is against the law to mislead and to misrepresent, particularly when you're talking about the efficacy of a drug. Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Latipo uh, also announced that Florida will be increasing surveillance regarding scientific dishonesty and media dishonesty. He discussed the pharmaceutical companies and the unethical relationship with the media. He said, quote, our media has clearly demonstrated that it is impossible to accurately report on something when you're taking money from that same something. And really think about that. That's what's going on. And that's what is happening. Absolutely. Dr. Latipo referred to a recent study done from a German university that performed autopsies on individuals who died suddenly within a few weeks of receiving a COVID-19 shot. It revealed that four out of 35 people who had died suddenly had myocarditis. That was specifically attributed to the mRNA shot. Latipo stated, quote, it is important to note that all of these people died suddenly at home, and these people are not counted in the estimates that the CDC likes to pretend are accurate. We will be studying the incidence of myocarditis within a few weeks of COVID-19 vaccination for people who have died. This is going to be a surveillance study with some of our medical examiners in Florida and researchers from the University of Florida. We will answer this question that particularly keeps CEOs of Pfizer and Moderna awake mm -hmm. at night. And, you know, a part of this conference, too, Matt, is that they had vaccine-injured people, 
give testimony. And it's all very heartbreaking to see some of these people and hear their stories. For example, a lady named Michelle, she's a healthcare worker and a single mom of grown sons who are active military. She said she was in great physical shape. She was running, working out, doing martial arts until she took the Pfizer shot for COVID. She described the ordeal she's been through for the last two years, physically trying to do her job and facing resistance and silencing from the Florida hospital that employs her. She's not allowed to say vaccine injury, and she's been on IV infusions for 17 months. Wow. I mean, that's, you know, there's so many stories, unfortunately, just like that, of individuals who have been injured and those who have died, actually, from these shots. You hear about those stories every day, sadly. People die Well, and you're suddenly. seeing people all over the world that just die suddenly. And right. you just don't just every die day. suddenly. Right. Young people. All different ages. It doesn't matter. They're all, Yeah, but they're dying suddenly. They have no problems in their health. And all of a sudden, they just unexpectedly died. In fact, uh, some of the experts included, I won't read all of their names, but... Just to give you a little idea in terms of the expert panel, one of them is a professor of medicine at Stanford University. Another is an epidemiologist and clinical researcher. Another is an emergency medical physician from New Orleans. Another is an associate professor of microbiology and immunology at Indiana University. Another expert is a public intellectual and former professor of evolutionary biology. Another one is a professor in global health at the University of Southern Denmark. And then there's also a biostatistician, epidemiologist, and former professor of medicine at Harvard Medical School. And you know what I appreciate about what DeSantis does is that, of course, he doesn't have all the answers. He's not a medical expert, but he surrounds himself with some of the best of the best who, who release some of this data. And he goes, we really need to look into this because something is wrong here. One of the professors from Stanford University says that one of the issues is the censorship of the medical. Uh, and he is a Stanford Medical School public health professor. He says a lot, of a lot of the censorship has happened of scientific discussion comes from the top. He talked about uh, the, the censorship that is happening. If you're a medical uh, doctor or a scientist and you speak out on this issue, you're targeted. And the media certainly has been bought by the Biden administration and the pharmaceutical company. Yeah, we reported about that, what, several months ago, that they have taken money from the Biden administration to push the shot. A billion dollars total has been right, given. Right, and not talking about any of the uh, adverse effects or anything. Well, one of the doctors there, the one from Stanford, he's the one who actually authored the Barrington Declaration, which has been signed by tens and tens of thousands of uh, doctors around the world and hundreds of thousands of individuals. And it was a declaration that essentially opposed the lockdown, saying that the lockdowns were not effective ways to respond to any kind of virus, let alone the COVID-19 virus. And that is uh, one of the big issues in terms of many of the missteps that have been uh, imposed by the government uh, with regards to COVID. One of the emergency uh, room physicians uh, from Louisiana said that he and six fellow researchers studied serious adverse events associated with these COVID shots, events uh, that the manufacturers themselves defined. And he says, 
What I mean by serious is that you're either hospitalized or you're permanently disabled or dead. And they found startling evidence of all of these serious consequences from these COVID shots. He says that, in fact, uh, to our surprise, in the Pfizer trial, the first vaccine to go through, it was a 37% increase in the number of serious adverse events. That was never reported by the FDA, not by Pfizer, he said. In fact, Pfizer says, um, I may get the verbatim, the wrong verbatim, but he said, they said that the incidence of serious adverse events are similar in the vaccine and placebo groups. 37% is not similar, he said. Mm -hmm. It's actually statistically significantly different. And you know, Matt, the professor of, the professor of medicine at Stanford called out the U.S. Surgeon General, who put in place a policy to identify misinformation online and then gave out instructions for suppressing it to media and social media companies. Well, what we know is that in the middle of 2022, a number of doctors who are highly credentialed, including Dr. Peter McCullough. Dr. Robert Malone. And he was the inventor of the mRNA platform. He didn't right. invent these COVID shots, but he invented the technology on which the mRNA shots were eventually built upon. And now he's dedicated his life to speaking against these COVID shots. Uh, like Dr. McCullough, for example, the most published in his field, in history, in the world, in cardiology, an expert in COVID, got letters from their board certification organizations. They all got letters at the same time. Right. And they were all very similar about misinformation. Yeah. I believe that was coordinated by the Biden administration. Absolutely. Pressure from, there was definitely coordination going on to intimidate these people into silence. And that's in fact what this conference, this event in Florida is doing to push back, bringing all these high qualified experts from a wide variety of expertise and scientific experience to investigate and to hold these people accountable for their misinformation that has caused so much harm injury, and even death to so many people. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash vaccine. That's lc.org forward slash vaccine. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776.